Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of the AHP Perceptorship podcast. And today we are really excited to um, welcome our first MPFT Perceptee, Leo. Um, so we will start off by um, you introducing yourself, your profession, and we like to hear a little bit about um, where and when you qualified and kind of your path um, of becoming an AHP. So yeah, I'm Leo. I am a MSK specialist physio here. Um, I work, yes, specialist now, gone into my band six. Um, so I work at Canuck and Stafford, um, so the Midlands Partnership Foundation Trust. Um, I qualified from Keele University. Um, I was obviously there three years. Now it's changed to a four year course. Um, which was great for me, getting <laughs> out. Um, so I qualified two and a half years ago now, possibly. Um, yeah, my role to it was I was always sporty. I always wanted to do something with people. I'm very talkative and loud. <laughs> um, but moving forward from that, my dad played football. So I was always interested in niggles, injuries, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I thought I need a profession to get somewhere in life. <laughs> um, so that's what happened, really. Fab. And just because we know you a little bit, your sister is also a podiatrist. So uh, my sister's 18 months older than me, although we get mistaken as twins all the time. I've got curly hair, she's got straight. That's the only difference. Um, and I've got the better bits of my mum and dad, to be fair. But uh, yeah, so she become a podiatrist. And I think us both going into these key like AHP roles, we can help each other. She definitely helped me through university because I was more hands-on. I wasn't very academic in that sense of the writing skills where she was. So we linked linked really well. Um, so obviously anything regarding the lower limb, any questions anatomy was, I can I can ask her. Or if she's got any questions regarding MSK conditions, she asks me. So she's specialist diabetic um, wound clinic really. So she's in the gruesome area. <laughs> But it is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So Okay, so obviously we know you're now a band six. Congratulations. Um, but in terms of your career journey after you qualified to here, did you go straight into MSK or did you do other roles as well? So straight out of uni, I only applied for two um, jobs. Well, three. I got one in women's health, which was part-time. Then I got one as a, a band five... Um, rotations at the Wolverhampton Trust and then I got this one and I knew I wanted to go straight into MSK so I came straight here. Um, I was interested and always interested in women's health. I, obviously as a woman you are naturally interested um, but I think being in MSK and they've allowed me here to go on external training for women's health and the menopause and how it links to MSK conditions so I've got a bit of both. It's nice to dip your toe in the water everywhere. Um, so yeah I've been here since I qualified. I don't know how they took me on but they did and like you know from uh, listening to everyone I don't change <laughs> so with going into that role obviously you applied for two went for this one how were you feeling in the lead up to that what was the kind of emotions that you went through well I think it's a nervous picking a job that you're going to then stay in because you think that you're going to be in this for the rest of your life um but when I interviewed the people who interviewed me here I felt like you just got a natural click with and I think if you're happy at work and you enjoy work it's not work is it do you know what I mean like my weeks go so quick here like Monday's then Friday to me and then I love my weekend my weekends go too quick um so it's not as though it's a drag yeah. Which that to me is heaven. Mm. I don't want to wake up and think I've got to go to work. 
and that's why I went into something like this. Yeah, absolutely. So what were your kind of your main challenges in the first um, couple of months starting in this role? I think the main challenges really were progressing into like the five from uni to a five and then seeing patients by yourself. And for me, it was more so the stress of it. So someone's coming into you with so much pain and you're like, you want to help them with everything, but actually you've got to sit back and think, what is your role? And that's that's where I think the preceptorship really helped me in what is my role and, and how am I going to progress through that? that? I think it's really, really good in that sense. Um, yeah, the stress. So I'd run, I'd run out into Chelsea, one of my colleagues, and I'd be like, Chelsea's woman's in so much pain. Um, and then she'd be like, calm down, address it. So what is it? Right, it's an OA knee. Okay, she's in a flare-up, isn't she? So calm down, <laughs> get her on pain relief, get it gently moving, and then you can rehab her from there. That's, And I think that's how starting as a band five and then progressing into the six has worked really well. Because now I sit there and um, there's a young band five called Ella who I'm really, really good friends with. She runs into me going, this woman's in so much pain. And it just reminds me so much of me doing it to another colleague. So that's helped me grow and then you know, become who I am today, really. So nice for you to mention that preceptorship help you combat those challenges. Uh, how long, how long had you, how long had you actually been in post before you started preceptorship? Because obviously I know that we launched with MPFT when you had already been in post, yeah. Um, so we started around six months into being a band five and I that was one of the flaws from our team more so I think we could have done with starting two three months in um, purely because our caseload wouldn't be as, as rammed because you know we'd got a full caseload and then we were having two hours out on that that, eve, that afternoon um, so that was a bit of a stress um, but then also like then having all the preceptorship things to do I am very good at managing time admin and so on so I didn't find it too much like I go home making sure everything's done otherwise I won't sleep you know like a secondary care gotta get that done and I still leave on time shockingly um, but I know some others in the team have got like secondary care letters for like three months ago and I'd be like feeling so sad for that person who's waiting now to see a consultant delaying that process um, so yeah, we waited six months and then started it. So I think the the new band fives coming through, they have took on board what what the ones who have done it have said, yeah. um, and moving it forward to an earlier start, which is fab. Absolutely. So like, it's nice when you see those that are um, have done it and now helping support and kind of streamline that process for those that are. Um, going to be doing it when they first start so that's what we you know love to see and obviously where we do start with trusts um, where band fives are a little bit further along it is that kind of the teething problems and kind of getting those things sorted so really happy to to hear that you're now kind of helping that process for future um but in terms of perception do you feel you've touched on it a little bit but um how do you feel it supported you in your post and what do you feel the main benefits to you were I think obviously all the different brackets of preceptorship, there's obviously 12 months of different things and they all link, which is fab. If they didn't link, I'd be a bit, okay, how's it going to help? But because like, you know, the personality, looking at um, how, you know, how do AHPs present, what's uniform, going straight back to the like second one we did, that all links in now, walking down the corridor and I'm looking at other AHPs and I'm thinking, oh, okay, I know their role now. Because you don't when you first start, unless you, you know, you've looked into it, which most people don't, they turn up rock day first and go, ah, what am I doing? <laughs> if you're anything like me, dive straight in with two feet. But um, 
Yeah, no, it's really helped. It's really linked in well. I think doing all the challenges, working with you guys, having the support of other people within the team, even though they don't know what the preceptorship is, you explain it to them and they're like, oh, that's quite good. This is how I could help you then. And that's where it links really well with the team. And so obviously we're aware that you're an MSK physio. (laughs) um, And we're also aware that that's a really fast paced working environment. You've already said that you're really good with your time management and you know, you like to go with your to-do list pretty much complete how did you manage kind of factoring in preceptorship time getting the admin element of preceptorship done along with that fast-paced working environment and not letting either kind of slip yeah so um i think i was quite lucky really we've in this trust now created something called the dial clinic so the dial clinic once a once a week sorry um except for a third every week that's a bit tricky so for example say every tuesday afternoon i have a virtual clinic now so people are ringing in on the num- on my number if i've left them on what we call a patient initiated follow-up and they're like okay go away a couple of months work on it and then ring me when you've completed this task or have you got on pain relief now ring me and let's see where we go so it's busy but I'm not as busy as I am in clinic so I've got like 15 minutes there where I can chip away at a task of the preceptorship so that helped me massively but then also um you know on lunch times and things I'd go for my walk I'd have my dinner and then I'd have five minutes of just right okay have I done that have I done that have I done that I printed everything off and ticked it off as I went because I'm quite I like I'm quite visual and I like to make sure everything's wrote down and seen visibly so I know I've done that one I'm on to the next I did it in task order rather than jumping and that's just, I think it's logical. I think that's how I work as a yeah. person in life and in work. <laughs> I like routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everyone kind of gets their own little way with it. And um, it's nice that you, because you're so good with your time management, you can slot it into, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there. Um, but we know some preceptees, they kind of prefer that block, don't they, where they can really sit down and, and focus. So, yeah, everyone's kind of got their own little way with it. But for them too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why we're so flexible with our approach as well, because we can give advice on what we feel um, would be good for them and, you know, how they can complete it. But ultimately, you've got to find your own little way, haven't you? Um, And again, obviously, with being an MSK physio, there's really great structure for you in terms of your training. You get loads of in-house support in terms of like your clinical skills. And it's so lovely to hear that you're being supported in terms of your interests and doing further training with that and you can really bring that back to the team can't you and look to set up new things and bits and bobs so how do you feel kind of with perceptorship alongside of that do you feel that it taught you different kind of skills and do you feel they kind of worked really nicely together and what I guess what were the main differences like you say I don't think there was many differences I think it all worked hand in hand so Again, once a month on a Tuesday morning, we have our um, skills learning, so PWBL. Um, It's only just gone face-to-face the last three months, so it could have worked probably better if it was face-to-face and then the preceptorship was virtual Mm -hmm. rather than having the virtual and then the virtual because that was tough purely to sit through, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, you know, itchy feet, um, (laughs) wanting to get up and get moving. But, yeah, I think everything linked well 
really, really well of what we learn. Because you were talking, you know, we, we learned a lot with you about expressing how between team members. Um, so when I did my training on menopause, I then did a PWB on myself of sharing a PowerPoint of what I'd learned. So that to me, to stand up in people, yeah, wouldn't be too worrying for me because I'll just stand up and talk. Um, but to engage and see other people's personalities and are they engaging or call them out if they're not listening. That kind of thing is what I then took out of the preceptorship to push into teaching. Yeah. And about students, like, well, moving on to band six, probably preceptorship. Um, again, having students, I'll start with one next week and I'm dead excited. <laughs> Yay! And obviously you said, you know, preceptorship really helps moving towards that band six role and you're now on beyond preceptorship. <laughs> Um, how are you feeling that that's helping you with that kind of next transition from band five to band six? And as you say, getting a student and all of the other exciting things that come with being a band six. So obviously the last two preceptorships have been about students and knowing like how you learn, how they learn, how can you, you know, for example, I had an introvert and I'm an extrovert. How am I going to adapt my way to help them? So that was really good. And the tools you've given me to save on my laptop and then, you know, I could share to them first day fill this in for me I go away on that night look at it and think okay so that's how she wants or he wants to learn um sorry or them <laughs> and then you can go from there um so it, I think it's really really helped moving into the band six role definitely for the student wise but then also as in like how to the transition from a five to a six how to keep calm and composed it's that supporting others as well isn't it like with the students but then also now the band fives you were saying um so it's it's great to hear that one preceptorship's helped you but now beyond preceptorship is also aiding you so you're our real champion leo <laughs> you're championing preceptorship for us um so i guess kind of starting to round things up kind of what are your top tips for anyone starting in their first post and also anyone that's starting with the preceptorship program because we know initially when you see that process it can look very overwhelming yes <laughs> well yeah you open that um you open that page and you think there's a lot of things on there like six months six months three months three months 12 months you think how am i going to fill all that in um well it depends on how you are as a learning style i think i think or getting things done i am very visual and i'm very logical so if you write things down and tick them off you can't go wrong um uh, you can save them to your laptop, you could print them off. Depends how you are. I think start them from the get-go, otherwise you will fall behind. And you don't want to fall behind because you've got enough going on as it is. So just keep up to date with it. It's going to take, even if you have to do it on you know, an evening, stay half an hour later, get it done, and then it's one less thing to stress about. That's, that's my top tip, get it done. <laughs> get it in, get it out. <laughs> So I suppose that brings us to, would you recommend preceptorship to newly qualified AHPs? Yeah, I definitely recommend it first off, first off the bat. Um, as soon as you get into the job, essentially, job role, if they haven't got it within your service, promote it. And you could take that as like a development, a service development to your manager. That's just going to give you gold star brownie points, which is fab. Um, and again, gives you confidence. You've got support. I'm, I know, you know, I've emailed you lots of times away from the preceptorship, even if it's about weddings in Devon. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just it, you become friends as well as. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Fab. So kind of. 
that's all of our questions. Is there anything else you'd want to add to your podcast? Is there anything that you would want to shine a light on or, yeah, any lasting words, basically? No. Just the cake I had? (laughs) (laughs) No, I want to say thank you to you guys, really. And, you know, everyone that does watch this, do take note of things because these two have obviously gone through a lot more in life than I have just yet. But you're an aspiration, you know, you look at you and think right well this is where you are now and you started where I was what I am here um so you know you don't have to go into clinical there are then ways of moving out of clinical to to progress in any way and just the help you give really supported thank you thanks Leo thanks you know I suppose the kind of the the things from us are you know how you were also saying it's nice to have like people that you aspire to be lovely that it's Mm. us um thank you um (laughs) but it's really nice when you have people that you can aspire to be in your career and perceptorship can really help with that whether it be in your team or external um you know in the wider mdt so you know think about that but also with beyond perceptorship you know how you were saying there are other roles out there other than clinical and you can explore that in perceptorship and beyond perceptorship as well um so thank you and it's been really lovely talking to you today obviously as you said we catch up anyway that's another great thing about perception you become part of a community a wider community as well um, and get so many networks um so yeah thanks for talking to us today would you like to add anything felicity the only thing is if there's anyone listening from mpft Leo has obviously lived and breathed this program. I'm sure you're more than happy to help anyone else kind of through the process. And eventually you will become a preceptor, Leo. You can't get rid of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd love that. Put it on me. Put it on me, I'll take on another thing with my my armour on. You're our champion, Leo. Um, But yeah, that's us today. So I hope you've enjoyed listening. Um, And of course, reach out to us if you have any questions. And a huge thank you to our wonderful Leo. Thank you. Yay! Bye! Bye. (laughs) Over and out.